0: The Rebbe starts off the Sicha by saying that the second day of Rosh Hashanah is different to the second day of other yom tovim in its connection, in the connection of the second day, how closely it's tied to the first day and also to the very, very essence of the Yom tov. This could be understood from a practical halacha, which halacha is of course something that applies equally to all Yidin, that the halacha is that something that's born, something that came into being or something that was milked on the first day of Rosh Hashanah would be forbidden on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. This is not true regarding other Yom tovim. Another Yom tovim, we would say it would be permissible because we say shech. we say either way you look at it, it should be fine. If the first day of Yom Tiv was actually the real day of Yom Tiv, so even though something was born or came into being on that day, but now the second day of Yom Tiv is no longer Yom Tiv, so some am allowed to have it. On the other hand, if yesterday was a weekday and today is Yom Tiv, then this thing came into being on a weekday so today on Yom Tif, I'm allowed to have it. However, on Rosh Hashanah, we say if something came into being on the first day of Yom Tov, for example, a chicken that um, was hatched or an egg that was laid, would be ushered on the second day of Yom Tov on Rosh Hashanah. And the reason is because the two days of Rosh Hashanah are considered like one long day. This idea is particularly true. according to Chassidus. It says in Lukotei Torah, on the pasuk Yachayenu Mioimayim, Hashem should revive us, should give us life. From the two days, says the Torah, Toirah, two days refers to the two days of Rosh Hashanah, because Rosh Hashanah is always two days, even in the time when they set the calendar based on the sighting of the moon. So it's explained the Lekotei Torah there that in essence, the two days of Rosh Hashanah are both doing the same idea. The Olamoists are being elevated, going up to a higher level. On the first day, it's more the Panimity the inner part of the worlds. On the second day, the outer part of the world's. But the idea that we understand is that both days of Rosh Hashanah are really one and the same. The Olamites are having their Aliyah. But within this itself, there are these two details, whether it's the inner or outer parts. says the Rebbe, this connection of the second day of Rosh Hashanah to its first day and to the very essence of Rosh Hashanah is particularly noticeable and expressed even more in the kviyas of this type of year when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos. In order to understand this, the Rebbe first brings, and at the tefillah of Rosh Hashanah, we say, Zeh ayoyim t'chilas ma'asecha, this is the day of the beginning of your creations, in plural, ma'asecha. From this we understand, that it's not only the beginning of the creation of man, who was created on Rosh Hashanah, but rather it's also the beginning of all the creations of Hashem, even those things that were created in the five days preceding the creation of man, as explained at length in the memoriam of Rosh Hashanah. That is that the renewal of the creation of Rosh Hashanah is not only the particularly unique thing for man himself, but rather it includes also all of the worlds, all of Seidr Ishtal Shalos. So even though everything is being renewed, nevertheless we're saying, when is it all happening? On the day of the creation of man. And the reason for this is, is because the purpose of all Ishtal Shalos, Oilom, is of all of the worlds, of all of the Tzimtzumim, the contractions, the various different curtains, etc., is all in order that this lowliest world should be created because Hashem had a desire to have a dwelling place down here in this world now within this itself the Rebbe says there are two points there's one aspect of it which we don't know and don't understand why did Hashem want to have a dwelling place no reason is given for this it's something completely higher than reason it's just that Hashem had this desire as it says in the Hemshek of Rosh Hashan of Tafrish Samachvav he explains what the Alter Rebbe says, oh, if a is you can't ask questions on a taiva. This Kavona this intention of Hashem is something completely beyond logic. Then there's point number two. What Hashem had a taiva to, we know that the purpose of creating the worlds is to have a dear Rebbe However, the Rebbe says, we would still need to understand what would be the purpose of all the o'lam of all the higher worlds. Hashem could just create the lowliest creations and they will be a dira for Hashem. The Rebbe explains that the point is that Hashem's Ratzah and Hashem's kavana was not only that he should be down here in the Tachtoinim, but the Tachtoinim, the lowlier levels, should make that dira for Hashem through their avoid, through their effort, through their toil. And that happens only by the fact that these the lowly creatures were first Preceded by all of Sayyidir Ishtaoshulas, all of the higher Oirois, and only once all of these came down to this lowest place, now we could even elevate this place through our Ravoidah and bring it up to a higher level. It says that, Rebbe, now we can understand why Rosh Hashanah is called the beginning of all of your creations in the plural. Not only the creation of Adam is being renewed on Rosh Hashanah. But of all things of Sheishis may be gracious. Because the whole purpose of everything is also the person should be able to do his avoidah. With them and through them make a dira for Hashem. And that's why they too are being renewed when Adam is being renewed. Because he is the whole purpose for why they were created. Now even though also in the beginning of creation he was the purpose of everything. And yet they were all still created before man. So, the reason for this is because at the beginning of creation, they were only coming as an introduction, as a preparation, allowing the end goal to come into being, Adam. That means that Adam should come along and find everything prepared for him, for his Avoidah. But once we're speaking about the renewal of everything within the creation, every single year after Matan Torah, now we're already doing the Avoidah. So, the Adam, man, became already practically the purpose and goal of everything else. And therefore, even their renewal is completely dependent on their purpose and goal, which is Adam. Says the Rebbe, since Rosh Hashanah is the renewal of all the Oilamois, and in a way where you could see what their purpose is, that it's all about making a dirah for Hashem in this world, we would have to say that also in the main mitzvah of the day of Rosh Hashanah, which is of course Shaifar, and this is our avoid of this day, this is what's going to cause the renewal of all the Oilamois, we would have to say that in this mitzvah is really expressed. This point of Nesava Baruch Hu Zbarach Dir So the Rebbe explains this based on what the Chazal say. Mitzvahs Hayoyim B'Sheiver. The Rambam tells us that even though Tkiyah Shsheiver and Rosh Hashanah is a Zayis as a decree of the Torah, nevertheless it also has a Remiz. There's also a message over here telling the people Uru Yishainim, wake up from your sleep, etc. So the Rebbe asks, seemingly, the Rambam is just trying to tell us here in Hilchus Tshuva that Tkiyah Shofar has this special message of waking up and doing chuva. Why would it be relevant over here in Hilchus Tshuva to say that Tkiyah Shofar also has the aspect that it's a Xayr HaKosov, a decree? In other words, even if we would say Tkiyah Shofar is not a decree, even if it does have a reason, the Rasag, Rapsad Yegoin brought in Davut has a whole bunch of reasons for Tkiyah Shofar. Even if for whatever reason we could still say the remez of tshuva. As we find in other mitzvahs that it could have a reason and can then have another remes. So why is it relevant to speak about the fact that it's Xair HaKosov over here? So the Rebbe says we have to say that all of this is part of what the Rambam is trying to teach us. That kiyah Shofar has two aspects. There's the Gzairus HaKosov aspect. And there's the remez aspect which is the avoida, What we are going to do about it. The avoida of tshuva. And the Rebbe explains the Medrish tells us on the pasuk on Marty Echkema Shloima Amelach said I thought I'll be able to understand it but it was too far for me. This is referring to the mitzvah of Para Aduma. Only Moshe Rabbeinu was told by Hashem that I'll reveal to you the reason for Parah. But what do we see from here? That even though Parah is considered Chukas higher than reason, but it's not something that cannot have anything to do with logic and reason. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to understand it. It's just that Shloima didn't understand it. Says the Rebbe, this is what the Rambam is trying to tell us, that Shoifer is a Gzeires in addition to telling us the Remes. That is, that mitzvah of Tchia it's not like it has a reason, but it's too deep for us. We can't, it can't be revealed to us for some reason. But rather, the Rambam is telling us, in its very essence, it's a Gzeires of it's higher than reason. And why is that? Because T'Kiyah Shaifar is on such a high level, completely beyond any logical reason. Says the Rebbe. Now we can look at T'Kiyah Shaifar and compare it to the whole idea of Dirabat Achtoinim. The idea that T'Kiyah Shaifar is a Xeris of a decree higher than reason is similar to what we say about Hashem that Nis'avah Baruch Hu, that Hashem had a desire to have a Dirabat in a way that's beyond reason. On the other hand, what do we say? There's also a remez. There's also a voido there. It's teaching us about waking up from our sleep. That the idea of shayfar represents all of a voido of man. With its two aspects. On the one hand we're told Uru Yishenim, wake up. Get out of all the mess and all the dirt and all the bad. Which is the idea of sur We're also told Shapru Maaseichim, improve your ways. Do Aseitoiv. So in other words in Tukiyah shayfar, we have these two aspects. On the one hand Gzeir HaSakosim, beyond reason. On the other hand there's the a aspect says the Rebbe, this is why the Rambam is telling us these two things together. The Tukiyah Shoifer has these two ideas, the Gzairas Akos and the Remez. That is to teach us that even though in its essence, yes, it's higher than reason, coming from a place which we call higher than Giluyim, higher than revelations, nevertheless, how do we get to there? It's particularly through the avoid of the person. And this fits very much with what we said before about Nisava HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that on the one end in the essence, the idea of Hashem's Teivah is higher than reason, but the deer to which Hashem had a desire comes through the avoida of the person. Says the Rebbe, with this we can understand why mitzvah sayoim of Rosh Hashanah is, specifically shayfar because of the point of shoifar, is exactly this same idea representing the point of all of creation, that nisava HaKadosh Baruch which is actually renewed on Rosh Hashanah. Says the Rebbe, when Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, like this year, On the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we're going to be missing this aspect of Tkiyash Shofar, that the renewal is happening through the avoid of the person. Now, even though it's true that Shabbos achieves everything that Shofar was supposed to be achieving, as Chassidus explains, this is the reason why we don't blow Shofar, but nevertheless, we're seemingly missing on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, this very, very important aspect that the renewal should come through the avoid of the person. Because the renewal is happening just with the power of Shabbos itself, which is a day that's holy, regardless of our avoid of shoifah. And therefore, the main avoid of tkiah shoifah that happens through the avoidah of the person, which really is what Rosh Hashanah is all about, our avoid is going to be emphasized when? Particularly on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. When we are going to blow blowing shoifah, even in this particular setup of the calendar, and that through the avoid of the person, we're going to bring down the different aspects of Rosh Hashanah. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, even though that in this is yes, Shabbos does take the place of shofar in all aspects, but nevertheless, practically we don't hear the sound of shofar with our physical ear to the extent that it should actually be able to impact our body to be inspired to wake up. Whereas on the second day, we're going to blow shofar, so then we'll be able to hear it with our Gashmi as the ears, and even other people could hear it, even Umar oilum the nations of the world, could hear it, and it affects the body to remember the crowning of Hashem as Melech, which is all hinted in T'Kiyah Shoifer, as explained in the Rasag, based on the Pasig Bachat Shoifer, with trumpets and the sounds of Shoifer blow in front of Hashem. Shoifer also reminds us of the idea of Matan Torah, which is also connected to the T'Kiyah Shoifer of Rosh Hashanah, and that all happens even before we say the Psukim of Shoifers. Says the Rebbe, now we'll understand the special advantage in the Kviis like this year. When Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos. (coughs) Because it's being emphasized the my love, the avoid of the person. Even more than when Rosh Hashanah falls out any other day of the week. How is that? In all other years, when Rosh Hashanah falls out in the middle of the week. So of course, the, the renewal is happening as a result of the mitzvah of the day when the person is blowing shofar. But when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, so the renewal of the world actually happened without the person's avodah. That happened on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So we come along and we tell the person that even though on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, the whole world was already renewed in its completest way. Because it happened as a result of the Abishtah doing it by himself. It's Shabbos nevertheless, despite all of this, we need your avoida as well. After everything that was done already, we need a person's avoida, and the second day of Rosh Hashanah comes along, now you need to blow shofar. Says the Rebbe, here we have a hero to each and every one of us, which is emphasized again specifically in the Kviyas of this year. The obligation of avoida is not only when there's something last, lacking, something missing, something that needs to have fixing and correction, and through your avoida, you're going to fix it and correct it. But even when we're speaking about something that seems to be complete and whole, it was done through tzaddikim, or even through Hashem himself, the tzaddik of the world. Nevertheless, there is still a need for the avoida of the person down here, to the extent that without your avoida, it wouldn't be in the proper Shlemus. And even Gan Eden, where it says, Vayita Hashem Elohim, Gan Be'edem that Hashem planted the garden in Eden. Nevertheless, it needed loovdo the work of Odom says the Rebbe also, that we said before, that on the first day, there's the Aliyah, so the inner part of the Olam is going up, on the second day, the Chitsoini is, says the Rebbe, on the Kvis, when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, it's emphasized, again, even more, the is the importance of the avoid of the person, and that is, on the first day, when everything is happening as a result of the holiness of Shabbos, it's not so noticeable, in the Gashmi is the world idea of T'kiah Shaifar. we don't blow, We don't say the bracha of shayfar. we don't say the Sheikh etc., Whereas Dafka on the second day, when the person will come ahead and blow Shoifar. In other words, he's drawing down, he's being Mamshach be as we know, means an attachment with the Abishta. In this particular Kvius, we wouldn't even need a beg chadash or the like to be able to say Shakhyanu, but rather we could say in the simplest way, Shahiyanu Vikimanavigianu Lizman hazeh.